Welcome to the Florida College campus for Daily Chapel in Hutchinson Auditorium. Subscribe to this channel to be notified when a podcast is ready for you to enjoy. Good morning. We're going to sing, Now I Believe in Jesus. I lift my eyes towards the mountains. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not allow my foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, the protector of Israel does not sleep or slumber. The Lord protects you. The Lord is a shelter right by your side. The sun will not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all harm. He'll protect your life. The Lord will protect your coming and your going both now and forever. He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, the protector of Israel does not sleep nor slumber. Psalm 121, which I just read, comforts us because our God, on whom we rely, does not sleep even though we must Indeed, this is the very point that Elijah the prophet makes when he's insulting Baal and his prophets on top of Mount Carmel. You remember what he says in 1 Kings chapter 18, cry louder 
Isn't he a God? Is your God thinking it over? Is he stuck in the bathroom? Is he on a journey? Maybe he's asleep and must be awakened. Baal may sleep and therefore be unable to hear or answer the call of his worshipers, but the protector of Israel does not sleep or slumber. The priests of Baal lament and wail with gashes, blood, and weeping. They cry aloud, but they still fail because their God is sleeping. Elijah, on the other hand, knows that the Lord does not sleep nor slumber. So while the prophets of Baal wear themselves out, he rests until his time comes to serve. Elijah knows this, but it's easy to remember that God neither sleeps nor slumbers while things go well. It's much harder to remember that when things go poorly and when things don't turn out the way that they should. Elijah forgets. You remember after Elijah defeats these prophets, he and Ahab deliver the message of God's victory over Baal to the Baal-worshipping queen Jezebel. And Jezebel, far from being impressed at God's power, promises instead to kill Elijah. And Ahab, far from remaining faithful to the Lord after having witnessed his power and his greatness, allows her edict to stand. There is no revival. There is no purge of Baalism beyond what has already begun. There is no victory. So Elijah, depressed and deflated, tired and worn, having spent years alone or in exile, now thinking that this was all for nothing, forgets what he knows. The God of Israel neither sleeps nor slumbers, and he thinks he must save his own life. He runs as far away from the threat as he can, first as far south as Beersheba, and then continues still further south into the wilderness where his ancestors died for their lack of faith. And there underneath a broom tree, he prays to the Lord. He says, I have had enough, Lord. Take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors. And there, exhausted and worn, having run as far as he could, Having prayed to die, he lays down and goes to sleep, having just prayed that he will not wake again. The image that we have here is that Elijah, like the priests of Baal on Mount Carmel before him, has exhausted himself trying to enact something that he thinks that he can do because he forgets that his God is not asleep. And the sleep that he takes where he hopes to die does not provide him hope. It does not provide him comfort. It does not provide him rest. And from this sleep, God sends his angel to wake him up. See, it's hard to remember that our God neither sleeps nor slumbers. As David would say in Psalm 3, as he too flees south into the wilderness from his enemies, that we lie down and sleep waking safely because the Lord sustains us. Or as he says in that same psalm, that he is a shield about us, our glory and the lifter of our head. It's hard to remember this. It's hard to have faith when we are grasped by our fear and our terror and our sleeplessness. When you're terrified, your heart beating so fast, it's hard to go to sleep. When you're overwhelmed, 
You can be so tired you can't go to sleep. When you don't feel safe or loved or protected, it's hard to go to sleep. It's for those reasons, like we talked about yesterday, so many people have to turn to so many other things just to help them get to sleep. This is how Elijah feels here. But God sends his angel to wake him from this restless sleep. He feeds him. He provides him water. And he tells him to go back to sleep again. And Elijah, now recognizing that God is providing for him, sleeps again, is woken again, is fed again, and is gone to sleep again because God says, before you go on another journey, this is too much for you until and unless I sustain you. And Elijah goes to the mountain of God where he sees the Lord in wind and earthquake and fire and whisper. And something begins to change in Elijah. That Elijah, like Israel before him, is sustained in the wilderness by bread that comes from God. That Elijah, like Moses, spends time on Mount Sinai 40 days and 40 nights with God. And Elijah, like David before him, is given rest and reassurance that he will wake by God. And having been thus sustained, Elijah begins to grasp closer his faith. And it's not just because Elijah has knowledge that 7,000 have not bowed and kissed the bales. It's not just because he's seen God's miraculous abilities. It's because having been sustained by God, he recognizes again and realizes what he had not quite known before, that it is God who provides rest and sustenance and protection. See, Elijah learns on Mount Sinai what we all have to learn, that we're all weak, that we all need sleep. You know, we may, like my children do, pretend that we're not tired. We don't need a nap. We don't need quiet time. We're, We're fine. We want to keep doing what we're doing. And the Venn diagram of times when my children are making a big deal out of literally everything and the times when they actually need to go to sleep is a circle. You know, they they express it in different ways. Hadassah will rage and Abigail will wail, but they both just need to go to bed. Or, as I have told them, you need to go to bed because I need to go to bed. And we think, oh no, we're adults, we're, you know, we're not like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you are. Ask your roommate if you're not sure. They'll tell you, go to sleep. So we all have to learn this. But it's a hard question to learn, a hard thing to learn, because we want to know, why why do we have to sleep anyway? You know, we spend about a third of our lives asleep. Isn't that a waste? Why, Why do we have to sleep at all? Now, I don't even pretend to understand the psychological or the neurological perspectives on sleep. I guess you can ask, you know, Dr. Dickey or Dr. Stafford about those, but I have thought a lot about the theological and the biblical perspectives on sleep, probably because I want to go to sleep. But the reason I don't sleep more is because I feel like I don't have time to sleep. 
There's things I need to do. Things are piling up. Things that are always clawing at my attention. And I think if I just stay awake a little longer, I'll get them taken care of. You know, there's, there's emails to answer. Some of y'all know that. Um, there's course content to upload. There, there, there's assignments to grade. There's um, lectures to write. I wonder, why do I have to sleep? I could just get so much done if I just didn't have to sleep. I could take care of everything myself if I just didn't have to sleep. And that's the answer. You see, we have to recognize that we're not God. God does not sleep or slumber, but we are not Him, and we have to. And the more that we, we claw this forbidden fruit, maybe not taking hold of something from a tree, but plying ourselves with coffee or tea or monster or bang or whatever it is now, that the more our ability to function degrades, that we become proof of what David says in Psalm 127, that unless the Lord builds a house, its builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over a city, the watchman stays alert in vain. In vain do you get up early and stay up late, working hard to have enough food, but the Lord gives sleep to the one he loves. Sleep then, especially while life is toiling around us and calling out to us to serve ourselves and do more for ourselves and work for ourselves, requires us to demonstrate our dependence on, our surrender and submission to the God who does not sleep or slumber. Because when we are asleep, we are helpless. We can't write papers while we sleep. We can't worry while we sleep. We can't work while we sleep. We can't watch out for ourselves or protect ourselves or trust in ourselves while we sleep. Instead, it forces us to entrust ourselves completely to the Lord who is actually in control of everything anyway. So why do we sleep? Because one day we will die and one day we will all sleep. And if we want to trust in our God to wake us from the dead, we must trust him while we sleep. Fred Sanders said this, sleep is good practice for death. It's good preparation for life with that same God who you're going to have to trust eventually. And it's worth asking for sweet dreams because he gives sleep to his beloved and he gives to his beloved in his sleep. Or as St. Paul would say, that um, for those of us who do entrust ourselves to Christ, then death is like sleep from which we will all awake. That God created Eden, banishing the darkness and creating light. But that night grew and the curse took hold. But when God creates his new heavens and his new earth, we read that there will no longer be any curse and night will be no more. We all pray for God to wake us from that sleep. So let us trust him while we sleep ourselves. Let's pray. Lord, when I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. When I, die, when I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Watch and guard me through long night and wake me with eternal light. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Daily Chapel from Florida College. Have a blessed day.